0: The Sticks and Song podcast, the place where words might actually hurt. I'm your host, EJ Reese. I got along beside with me today, uh, Whitney Hay. Glad to be here. Thankful for those of you that have already subscribed. We put out a small teaser a few days ago, nine downloads. Man, that's uh, that's awesome. Surprising, surprising 45
1: seconds. Surprising,
0: yeah, that's not surprising. Uh, I expected that. Oh, wow, Wow. no, I'm just kidding. Oh, we are thankful, we're glad. Uh, so. The teaser we put out was along the lines of a candy-coated world, and we both feel like that's the kind of the world we live in today, so we're going to bring to you a little bit about our childhood. Whitney's going to talk about how he grew up, and we to talk a little bit about how I grew up, and the differences in those times versus today's times. So just for the audience to know, when was you born? I was born uh, August 17, 1987. 87? Yeah, the 1900s is the way you have to look at it nowadays. <laughs> so, Whitney's a little bit older than me. Uh, that's good. I like that. I was born in September 12, 1990. Oh, a 90s so, baby. So Still the, still the 1900s, <laughs> but uh, not quite 87. But we're going to let Whitney take away uh, the episode first of all, and he's going to give a little bit about his childhood, and uh, he's got some things he wants to bring up. We'll talk about it. And uh, we're just going to bring you a great episode today. Stick around, listen to the end. We're going to have some exciting things for you today. Just, once again, thanks for being here.
1: right. so, speaking of candy-coated world, listen, so the way that I grew up was basically survival of the fittest. You know... You especially know that we went up to Oconee this last week. That's where we were recording. And back in my day, when you went, you were out from sun up to sundown. Oh, yeah. Right? So I'm not going to reveal too many names here, but there's a couple individuals, cousins wise, that I grew up with, and their dad was just, I mean, rough, tough. I mean, I mean he would do everything under the sun to you, right? So I can recount at times that uh, he he would strip off my bathing suit, throw it out where I'd have to walk <laughs> out naked in front of everybody. And it's just, you know, like today's world you can't do that. No like you can't you can't pick on somebody because you gotta worry about their feelings. Yeah. So now sure. it's it's like you have to literally step around people's feelings and that's just not who I am. I've never been that way, and I never will be that way. No. I mean, I raise my kids to where, like, I don't, like, pick on them for the fun of it, but, like, I want them to know and how to be able to, I guess, protect themselves against bullies. Because, I mean, they're everywhere. Like, today's time, kids are just bullies. They're me.
0: Yeah. And It, it does seem like that even though we can't worry about hurting people's feelings, that just in turn makes room for more bullies because people are scared To say something to the bully, yeah, you know it's you know that's just the way we live now. But
1: well, especially like you know you come into a, a fact like talking about my like the way I was brought up. Now I grew up great home, great siblings, great mom and dad, and and they were they they raised me in a Christian home. They took us to church. I mean, we spent our summers going from camp meeting to camp meeting, and it was like you know now it's just. You're barely to get a family together at a dinner table. Yeah, I mean, between them staying in their room on their tablets and the parents are just passing. Everything's in passing nowadays. But like talking about a candy-coated world, like I grew up in the fact that you had to be tough,
0: or or
1: you weren't going to survive. No, nah. I mean, I mean, now I'm not saying it was like a cutthroat world. I'm not saying that, yeah. but I'm saying like. You had to be tough to be able to put up with what you were being
0: dealt, basically. Yeah, like, so, for instance, I, when I was growing up, much slimmer, similar to you, I didn't run to my mom and dad when somebody called me a name. Yeah. Like, if I did, they'd be like, well, that's not my problem. You handle that. Yeah. You know, and that that's the beginnings of teaching your kids yeah. how to handle business at a young age. Oh, yeah.
1: And definitely like I mean I'm a glutton for punishment, so like I would fight with the best of them i would i mean they would hold us underwater and like play drown us i mean it to me it seemed like they were actually trying but right like, and i and I'm not s- saying that they were torturing me by no means, but it was fun like I'd come up, I'd be mad, I'd swing, we'd fight, and then we'd go on about our yes yeah. that's it that was endo you squashed I mean, it right there there was times where there was times where uh, they would strip you down in the campground and you'd have to chase them to go get everything. I mean, it's just like today. I mean, it's just, like I said, it's a candy-coated world. I mean, they're pretty much,
0: you're having a tiptoe around everybody's feelings. Exactly. I I, I definitely feel the same way, uh, you know, even in the workplace as an adult now. Oh, yeah. You can't, you have HR departments, you have, I mean, everything you can't joke around with anybody no no. for for no reason whatsoever and and god forbid it's about you know uh, some touchy situation or subject like race or you know your sexuality or whatever it is you can't say anything without hurting somebody's feelings dude i heard this my wife told me this the other day and she said in daycare when we we know a bunch of people that work in daycare yeah they said you can't even send a note home letting a parent know someone in the class has lice anymore because really? they don't want to single anyone out. Like, my first thought is how stupid is that? Yeah. Second of all, why wouldn't you want to tell somebody that, hey, there's a kid in this class that has yeah. life, You need to be watching your kid's head. Yeah. Just because they don't want to single somebody that's out. And it starts, that's daycare, dude. They start at such a young age teaching these kids these things, like tiptoe around somebody's feelings. Yeah. No. You know, don't say this, don't single somebody out. It's just such I mean, it's just it's crazy the world we well, live I in. I wanna today. catch a
1: lot of flock for this, but like to me, you know, I don't want my kids tiptoeing around anybody's feelings. Yeah. The only tiptoeing they should do is around their own feelings. Right. And and when I mean that, I mean like they need to be they need to be paying attention to what their feelings are telling you. If they don't feel comfortable around somebody, if they're uh if they're They just, something is bothering them. I want them to to tiptoe lightly with that and and to come forward and tell somebody. I mean, like, for me, if you're tiptoeing around somebody's feelings, you're not really truly knowing what to do in a situation in life. Especially as a, I know... Both me and you, and we're not going to name where we're working and and everything like that. But, you know, in a place of power that we come from or a position of power, you've got to know how to handle people in today's times. Yeah. And, and you can't come in and just be like, ah, oh, quit being an idiot, quit being stupid. Right. Because now now that H.R. implements different rules and regulations, if you sit here and you come in and you say, hey, you know, you're being a complete idiot. Well then, they're going to be like, oh boo hoo he called me an idiot. Even though that's what they're being. You just it, today's world is just it's perverse and it's stupid.
0: It is uh so on that topic, you know, there is a way to get the truth across to someone or to tell someone that they are being an idiot, and it's a, it's a little called tact. Tact is the ability to tell the truth in a way that considers other people's feelings and reactions. It allows you to give difficult feedback uh, and communicate sensitive information and say the right thing to preserve a relationship. But the end of that definition is to preserve a relationship. If you have a relationship in the first place, you should be able to tell somebody the truth without them dropping you as a friend without them writing you off.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, friendship to me gives you the right to tell me when I'm being dumb. Yeah, I mean, just plain and simple. Same way with marriage. So, for instance, uh, just as an example, the other day my wife wanted me to look for my little girl's shoes and they were in the closet. I had some other stuff in the closet. I like to run. My running gear gears in there. I don't have anywhere else to put it at the moment. So I go in there, can't find the shoes, and tell her, I can't find the shoes. Well, she says, you didn't even look. Well, I, I did look, honest. I promise I'll look. So she texts me the next day and told me, I can't believe that you didn't look for those shoes like I asked you to. I said, I literally took everything out of that closet and did find them. Three days roll on, she comes to me hey, I'm sorry about accusing you of not looking for the shoes. They're actually not in the closet. They are at the babysitter's house. <laughs> I said, you didn't believe that I took everything out of the closet. He said, well, I just didn't think you looked for them." I said, I have no reason to lie to you. We have that type of relationship. Yeah, And I think that's how it should be with any type of relationship you have, whether it's marriage, friendship, uh, with your kids, whoever it is. I want to be able to tell them the truth but in the proper way, but in return, I don't expect them to, to be mad at me. Yeah. Because the truth is the truth. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just, it's the truth. You, the, that's it. You could always say in all due respect. and then it, True. Yeah. True. Yeah. But somehow today in this candy-coated world we live in, I don't think people understand that statement anymore. Yeah. Because uh, they still take offense to it. Yeah. They really do. Well, they take offense about everything.
1: So it's yeah. not just you. I think it's everybody in general.
0: Yeah. So... Just on my story side of my childhood, I thought of something a little bit different just in the ways of how we could do things as a kid that you really can't do anymore. Uh, And just for perspective, I live in a wonderful neighborhood, like a jewel, just somewhere where I absolutely love raising my kids because I feel safe, feel secure. Uh, I feel like I just let them run around and do whatever. But a lot of places you can't do that You can't, it's just a different world we live in. Um, And if somebody finds out you're doing that, then you could get in trouble. But anyways, when I was like, I don't know, 13 years old, I bought a bicycle, mowed grass, saved the money myself, unlike a lot of kids nowadays do. But anyways, that's another topic for a different time. And bought a bicycle. Dude, I rode that bicycle everywhere. I'm talking miles and miles and miles away from my house. So we lived a pretty good ways off, and the Walmart at that time, or Walmarts is what they called it where I, I grew up at, Walmarts with an S on it. Uh, it was literally like 20-minute drive. I would hop on my bicycle and go down there and, and just walk around. You know, I didn't have anything else yeah. to do during the summer. So I would go down there and walk around and ride my bicycle back home, might stop, get some food. You can't do stuff like that anymore. I can't trust my kids to do that anymore, just because the world we live in is so different. Um, You know, and it's just different altogether. Not only with hurting everybody's feelings and worrying about that, you can't let your kids run around anymore because somebody might pick them up. You know, in a white van and just craziness. But it's, it's it's a crazy time. I'm a firm believer, and I don't know how you feel about this. Me and Whitney's not talked about this prior to this episode, so this is just fresh off the cup. Um, But I'm a firm believer that up to a certain point in life, your children are a product of the way you raise. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I get so sick and tired of all of these people talking about this generation that, that, you know, and, and talking about the kids of this generation how you know different they are how i don't know just i don't know the word to really describe it the best i can but just different but in the end it's the parents fault yeah if my kid grows up and and turns out some way that i didn't really imagine somewhere down the line it's my fault yeah like, I have to take responsibility for
1: yeah, that. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I, I'm a firm believer in 100% that as a parent, you have to take responsibility up to a certain point. Yeah. But with that being said as well, on the flip side, you get to a certain point in life where you make your own decisions. And your, your raising doesn't have to dictate your future. And what I mean by that, and just a little bit of my background, uh, you know, I come from a divorce home, and so I, I live two different places throughout the week, two completely different lifestyles. Like my stepdad and mom. Uh, eventually, we got into church and all this and all that. My real dad, that you know, I live with half the time during the week, dude. When I when I describe him. It's like I picked him up out of the pages of a Western and put him into this world. Like just, there couldn't be any more different lifestyle, even compared to what I live today. Like he was, all, everything about horses, everything about, I mean, just Wrangler's boots, rough, tough. I mean, he, he shod horses. He was an iron worker, just completely opposite. And I was around that. And I was around both lifestyles. But on my dad's side, while he was rough and tough, he was a man. But at the same time, the rest of his family, I mean, well, they were drug addicts, alcoholics, in prison for this, in prison for that. And if, you know, if I was one of those people that said, my upbringing, I'm because, I'm the way I am today because of my upbringing, then I would have followed the same lifestyle. Yeah, and That's just the honest truth. So, you know... But back to what you think about kids nowadays? Are they a product of their upbringing? Or? Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Like for me, I'm 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 trying to
0: grow. I'm trying to raise
1: my boys. I've got two two boys, nine and no, ten. No, I'm I'm having a hard time here. It's okay. I'll edit this out. Nine and five, I think, or yeah, nine and five. Kason will be ten in, in March. Um. But I'm trying to raise my boys to be men. Yeah. I'm not raising them to be any other thing besides a man. Right. All right? So my boys, every day, they have a chore list of what they're supposed to do. If there's bags in the kitchen of trash that my wife has set out, they are both to go take them outside and put them in the dumpster. Yeah. They are supposed to take a... Uh, we've got a dog, a little golden doodle. Uh, If she has to go out... To, to go potty. It's Cason's responsibility. Poor Riv can't do it because that dog's huge compared to him. So it's it's one of those things where, like, you if you want your kids to be somebody and be great, you're going to have to take and mold them and make them into what you want them to be. Now, I'm not saying beat your kids into submission. I'm no. talking about you got to think of them as flowers or some kind of plant. You've got to, the the water is your nourishment. So you've got to nourish them and make them and mold them into what they are to become. So for my boys, I'm growing them to be men. I don't want them to be pansies. I want them to be rough, tough, but I want them to know what love is. Yeah. I, will, I will tell my boys 20 times in 20 minutes that I love them. Because I do. I mean, as me as a dad. Now, my, my father was... He was not a rough, tough cowboy type, but he was, he was old school. I mean, you didn't know he lo- like, he didn't tell you he loves you, but you knew it. Yeah. It's kind of like his words of affirmation. It, w- it wasn't words of affirmation, but it was like his love language was just being there, helping. Yeah. So, of course, you know my dad. I mean, yeah. you know. Great man. Um, So, he molded our siblings into some of the best people. Now, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm going to go ahead and go out of a limb and say I was the best one of the bunch. But, well, you know, it's neither. Um, we're not. It's no contest. I'll agree with that. <laughs> if you're <sick> of <laughs> but I'm raising my boys the way that I was raised. Now, you know, like I got out of church. I'm starting to come back, starting to get back into it. And I, but I just want them to have the lifestyle that I was given. I mean, we stayed in church. All throughout the years, we, I mean, we would go to Oconee, we'd camp, we would just be outdoorsy people. And, and that's the thing, like now, today's times, parents are not invested in their children. They're not, they're, I mean, they're pretty much, they're letting them raise themselves. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. They're giving them the idea or giving them the internet. You know, and basically,
0: the internet is raising our children nowadays. Yeah. So just just so everybody knows, uh, my talking about the internet, talking about kids. Uh, now, if you if you're completely different on this, that's fine. You do you. Everybody's a parent of their own kids. I don't try to parent other people's kids. Yeah. yeah. And you know, other people definitely don't try to parent my kids. Yeah. So we, ha- my little boy, got a tablet for Christmas two years ago. Really wasn't even old enough to kind of know how to work it. But now he is, but we only use it on road trips.
1: Yeah,
0: like when we get home, once it dies, it's dead. Yeah, like that's it. He's I want him to be outside playing, like you said. I want him to be rough, tough, uh, but also know how to to be proper. And it's just it's so different. <laughs> I was walking through Walmart the other day, and I've seen the clips on the internet. It's this, some kid somewhere, uh, he, he goes around making videos himself, like galloping like a horse and making these neighing sounds, like most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And he's famous for it. Like he has more followers than we will probably ever have on this podcast. And <laughs> it's sad but I saw another kid in Walmart at my local Walmart or WalMarts that does the same thing. Like they're we're not only letting the internet raise them, we're also letting the internet influence them. Oh, yeah. in ways that are beyond ridiculous. Like it's just I don't know. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah. And, and on the topic, of kids. It just seems like. There's no discipline whatsoever. Everybody walks on eggshells nowadays when they have to discipline their kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's any given. Like, now you can't really
1: uh, spank your kids in public no. without fear of somebody no. calling DSS. No. I mean, it, it's crazy. Like, to me, like, me and my wife have spoke on this, and it's like, it's so hard to find people whom I can trust— to take my kid and let him spend the night. Now, our boys, mine and EJ's boys, are are, are best friends, yeah. and it, and it's I trust him, and I've let my child spend the night with him. But I'm saying it's it's hard because what is other people? How are they raising their children? Yeah. I mean, like if I send my oldest somewhere, um, and and he gets there, and and they're just. They're doing all kind of things that they shouldn't be. Like I want my kid to be able to tell me what's going on. Yeah, right. I want him to be comfortable because yeah. in the end, our children are our lives. I mean, they're our lifelines because yeah, they they're going to put us in retirement
0: home. I do so too. Yeah, <laughs> I need mean, yeah. Serious, but just on a side note, a little bit of uh, parenting advice that I feel comfortable giving. One thing that my wife has helped me with and and something that I never, just to be honest, never really received growing up is controlled discipline. The fact that when your child does something wrong, don't spank them when you're angry. Now, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody know that I'm a firm believer in spankings. That's my stand on it. Uh, I think there's a time and place for discipline and it's a much-needed thing in today's times that is not given out enough. But I never want to spank my child out of anger. If I'm mad at them when they do something wrong, I need to take a breather because I'm the parent. Yeah. And then I handle it. And then it's controlled. And I explain to them, do you understand why you're about to get a spanking? Do yeah. you understand why you're in trouble? And for the past four years, I can probably count... On one hand, honestly, how many times I've had to give my kids? Now, my little girl, it's going to be a completely yeah. different. I story, think it's that like second kid thing. It is. I mean,
1: it really is. I've
0: so always heard bunk. the first one tricks you into having a second yeah. one. Yeah, I'm exactly. a firm believer. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, she she don't even care. Yeah. It's so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to subscribe to some podcasts for parenting advice when she gets old enough to understand discipline. She's getting there. She's starting to, but. Oh man! Well, let me give you an
1: example today. So, I I uh, woke up with a very bad migraine this morning, and uh, so I had I'd stayed home from church, and so I I lay down, rested a little bit, come home. So I'm already I'm still sensitive a lot and everything like that. So oh, well, I guess this for a lot of. Well, no, no, no. It's helping. it's good now. <laughs> I'm good now. But uh, I cooked I cooked lunch for them. I put lunch for everybody. They came in. And Kay, uh, River has a hard time of expressing his feelings. So, like, he'll be like, oh, I don't know. Like, if he gets in trouble, he'll be like, I don't know. Well, then uh, Angie thought he was holding his pooping. And so she told him to go to the bathroom. Well, he said, I don't need to go. And, you know, me as a dad, I don't like talk back to you no. know, for anything. No. And I was like, River, go in there and go use the bathroom. Well, he goes in there and slams the door, right? And then kicks it. And as a parent, you know, there's two things that just happened. One, he tried to destroy property <laughs> that you are paying ungodly amounts of money a month for on a mortgage. And two, he disrespected his mom, Yeah. right? So I flew off the handle. I thought I was going to go in and just show him. What's what, but this is where it comes to the fact where you're talking about flying off the handle and spanking. I saw the fear in my child's eyes yeah and it made me feel uncomfortable yeah even though I know I had to whip them it dialed me back from that the 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 aggressive side mm-hmm. it dialed me back and 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 a lot of people a lot of kids today they don't get that their parents are just they'll they'll i mean they'll beat them they will yeah so I
0: mean it, it's like it goes from one extreme of no discipline at all to 100 miles per hour and there's actually child abuse yeah taking yeah. place like you have to find that middle ground to where you as an adult can discipline your child so they grow up and are able to be a productive member of society. Yeah. I remind myself on a daily basis that my children are a reflection of me yeah that sounds selfish. it does, but that makes me want to them to make help them be the best that they possibly can be, whether it's in their future endeavors as far as the job as far as the marriage uh as far as how they conduct themselves in public, whatever it is is a reflection of ourselves, so we need to keep that in the back of our mind as a as a parent as an adult ultimately, yes you are a product of your raising up to a certain point until you're able to make decisions for yourself and you're out on your own. Yeah. It's crazy. It's still a candy-coated world we live in. Um, We're going to go ahead and wrap things up today. but We do want to say thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Sticks and Stones podcast, a place where words might actually hurt.